Hey folks, Steve Wiest here, and welcome once again to another episode of the Leadology Podcast. This is part two of a big old two-parter, two-parter of our discussion with the great Marshall Jilks. What do we do at this place? What is this place? It's a podcast where we talk to trombonists about trombonists, about things like a high D flat. Check it out! Yeah, high D flat. That's like the meat and the potatoes of trombone right there. Doesn't matter what style, what genre, what nation, what planet, the high D flat. Anyway, uh, once again, here we are, and this is uh, a show dedicated to a discussion with one of my favorite people, Marshall Jilks, incredible trombonist, uh, composer, orchestrator, leader. As I've mentioned before, he's strong, he's good looking, he's just funny as hell, which is a strange expression because. Of all the places that one could consider funny, I would think the nether regions and the river Styx, Sharon and all his buddies in uh, Hades, probably not that funny. But I digress. When last we were with Marshall in part one of this two-part series of the Leadology podcast, we left with a bit of a cliffhanger in that uh, we were just about to discuss his work with the great WDR Big Band in Germany, a radio orchestra historically, and now a wonderful, incredible group of musicians that Marshall has worked with for a number of years. Specifically, we were uh, discussing the album Kuhn, K-Umlaut O-L-N, which is the Deutsche Deutsch or German pronunciation of what we call in the U.S. Cologne, the great city and cathedral in Germany. That's the name of the album. And specifically, we were discussing Marshall's wonderful arrangement of the jazz standard, My Shining Hour. So let's return to our discussion with Marshall. And uh, this is the lightning round. That being said... This arrangement is so profound and his playing is so heavy on this that I'm going to play the whole track, man. Here is My Shining Hour, arranged by Marshall Jilks, featuring Marshall Jilks.
construction the orchestration so what were you thinking with uh, the treatment of that beautiful standard um well that was a, a tune I, I tend to have go through different tunes that i that i love working on playing fast every day you know or trying to and then taking through yeah. keys so that was a, that was a tune that i was working on up tempo and then uh taking through different keys and then um yeah i yeah i sat down to write that and i just kind of started experiencing and I heard that I wrote it out in the chart like three two in the beginning. So it's like half uh -huh. of it's like B D D do D D D do one two D that's how I wrote it. Yeah. And then eventually goes into four four. I'm not um but yeah just kind of yeah sitting at the piano and exploring which is kind of how I write in general. I mean right right uh, just kind of search for stuff but um um well that's cool it modulates uh, metrically and harmonically, which is yeah, kind of... and well, and it's, it's kind of the introduction. Well, the introduction is actually the melody, I guess, though, right? And mm -hmm. then it, yeah, it's modulating all over the place. It's been a been a while now since I wrote that one. Over yeah, yeah, um, it's but, it's um, beautiful. I highly recommend it if folks are looking for you know yeah. an introduction to what you do with the big band. That's gorgeous. Yeah, and I was just yeah, I was, I'm sure there's some. I've always loved the way Brookmeyer treats standards. You know, when Ooh, he arranges them, absolutely. Like his and, and last could, album. It, yeah. And it might be around that time that I was listening to that record, you know, mm. um, like that, the one that has how deep is the ocean and all right. Those, the uh, uh, standards, the one European band. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, exactly. Yep. I, I may have, I think I'm, so there might definitely, I mean, there's definitely, I know there's some Brookmeyer uh, influence in my, Whew. some stuff. Cause I, cause I've, there's been times I was writing a chart and I went to look at one of his charts to figure right. out what it is he did. You know? Oh man. I always go grocery <laughs> shopping at the Brookmeyer store all the time, all the time. That's, That's like a... the Trader Joe's of jazz for me. You know? <laughs> I mean, That's like, uh, you know, it... uh, uh, well, more, no, no, it's more like the whole, well, it's, yeah, it's more like the whole foods maybe. I, I don't know. Yeah. Trader yeah. Joe's is the wrong. I love Trader Joe's. It's like my hobby. So yeah. That yeah, Trader Joe's is fun. That yeah, just yeah. hanging with the cashiers is fun at Trader Joe's. That's there. It can be interesting. Yeah. <laughs> I was there the other day, and there was a. I was there the other day, and this cashier, like everybody who came through, the guy was giving him recipes. Like, oh, I see what you got. You know what you should do. And he was, oh, I was like, oh. And I, I asked my cashier, I said, "Why aren't you doing that, man?" This, yeah. I said, you're, "You're giving it about a four right now. That guy's giving it a, a ten. Ooh, you know, setting the bar high. <laughs> no. Oh man, I need to go to that one. That's." 
Well, let's see. I'm I'm gonna I've got uh, like two hours worth of stuff here, and you got to go get the kids. So I'm gonna I'm gonna condense oh. some of this. Uh, I'm still good. Jump. I got some time still. Yeah. Okay. Uh, on always forward the the follow up WDR thing that you did. Uh, we get the full big band version of puddle jumping. What was that like? Did you make any new decisions yeah. on that? Um. <clears throat> yeah, I just you know I'm not gonna say I was getting tired of playing the tune but you know the original yeah. version i did we just play it and kind of go into a fast blues you know right um uh which also that that whole concept may have been influenced by the, the delta city blues thing too i, I don't uh, know i can't remember exactly yeah. but mm -hmm. um um but um uh i i decided to kind of try to sit down and write like a theme and variations <laughs> nice on bottle jumping you know and that's kind yeah. of what happened so the blowing section is completely different i gave mm. myself some cadenzas uh yeah. Um, and uh, the blowings in seven, uh, seven and four. It's like a seven and then goes to like a swing four thing. And then uh, it's got a bunch of, you know, sections where the band gets featured. And um, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It was just, I decided to write the first time I actually played it was with the airman and note. I was, oh, uh, I was really? playing with them as a guest. So I took it there and I was, and I was thinking, I was like, is this going to work or not? And it, it, yeah, it worked. <laughs> wow. Those but, guys um, are so good. Yeah. And man. then I, and then I took it over to, to Germany and we played it and recorded it there. Yeah. Wow. Well, it, you know, that explains a lot, because when you listen to that particular chart, it just feels fresh the whole way. It's never like, oh, yeah, this is the tune. I've heard this. No, it's fresh because you're treating it all those different ways. <clears throat> very, very cool. All right. We got we got one more. Oh, we got we got two more. You got the waiting to continue the covid project, which was uh, the trio and uh, yeah. which uh, as as um, in the hip bone world of uh of our man mike davis he brought up the uh the, the whole jokes catering thing which cracks me up every time i <laughs> <laughs> yeah, i forgot about that. yeah well that was uh well yeah i think that was one of the first that was one of maybe the first record that the bunker studio which is my favorite place to record in new york oh um, nice that they did um I think after they reopened, you know, so this was in, we were originally supposed to record that record in April of 2020 and then obviously COVID, COVID hit. And so uh, that got delayed. Um, and then they said, Hey, we're going to, they wrote me, Hey, we're going to open up the studio. And I was like, well, we had already rehearsed and we had been, we'd been on, we'd toured a little bit with that trio. So, yeah. um, but you know, there's all these rules. Okay. You know, you have to mask when you're not playing, you got to right. do this. Yeah. You know, so I, 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 Mitigation. I, you know, I was like, well, man, I, you know, I want to, I want to videotape this too. So I did things like I had, um, I had every, I had a tripod set up by everybody and I had, I had them either use their phone or I had an extra iPad on Clarence Penn, the drummer. And I just told hmm. guys to say, guys, before each take, just, these are all plugged in, just hit that red button, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. And, uh, and we did that. And then I edited the little videos you see from those sessions. I edited yeah. it at home myself, man. Wow. <laughs> like, so um, you were saying it, uh, uh, jokes, catering and videography services. It, yeah. They, yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, and then, um, yeah, the, yeah, I had to make sure, you know, I wanted, you know, we, we were trying to minimize contact at that time with people. Yeah, so, yeah. so I was making sandwiches and taking them oh, in, you man. know, and, uh, and, and they were good. I would be honest. They were they were good. Uh, I'll bet but, they would. Uh, you maybe got the recipe from Trader Joe's, you know, for a good a good sandwich. <laughs> um, but um, but yeah, that was that was uh, and and so it, there's a couple of tracks on there that I like. There's a tune waiting to continue, which is yeah. uh, what I, I basically was. You know, uh, I guess what we were kind of all the doing like we were kind of like okay what when when can we move on with life you know and right. uh, but also also trying to kind of 
I was also, I guess, trying, I wrote these chorales, which I was kind of also trying to pay homage to the times and the sadness of all that whole situation of uh, what everybody was going through. Oh, and that's having, the, uh, having, having multi-track, lost or right. Yeah. Having lost their tough economic times or whatever was yeah. going on. So that's where that came from. And, uh, there's another track on there too. That's, um, a piece I wrote for my wife called Anya's tune. And that one, mm. that one, I, I, I mapped out a click for it. Um, so that I could record the extra trombones on it. And I recorded those here at home. Well, in post-production, we can come back after the fact and work some magic. I would like to hear that tune, especially uh, the first part with the trombones that he mapped out. So let's do that. We are presented with uh, uh, an incredible embarrassment of riches, a wealth of time, as it were, because this is part two. We've got plenty of time. So let's play the entire track. And this is from the Trio album, uh, recorded during COVID, or towards the end of it, as Marshall uh, just let us know. And uh, this is the piece written for his wife, and uh, this is called Anya's Tune from Waiting to Continue. Thank <laughs> you. 
absolutely gorgeous. Um, academically speaking, where um, uh, I lived for quite a while in the South, so uh, academically we would say, mm, 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 mm. that's uh, really, really beautiful. Um, so there it is. That's uh, Anya's tune. And let's go back to the discussion now where we are talking with Marshall. I use the royal we. Look at that. I'm talking with Marshall um, about the construction of the trombones in that piece. Oh, and Here we I go. Think I, I, I had recorded them before. I may have, I may have added them on a, afterwards. So mm. uh, for stuff like that, you got to really plan ahead to know and be able to tell the rhythm section, okay, this is where you're going to play. This is where you're not. This is what's happening here. So you know right. if, if the drummer needs to catch some hits and whatnot. So, um, but that's, um, yeah. That also underlines the uh, one of the hallmarks, I think, of of much of what you do, and that's the preparation ahead of time and uh, taking care of business that way. I try to, man. Yeah, that, that, yeah. that uh, with yeah with records. Um, that's one of the beautiful things about the, being able to do records at WDR is that there there's mm. a whole production staff there, so um, it's it's not only on me to make you know you don't have you basically basically i just have to write the music and show up to play there you know wow. there's no phone call there's no phone calling or anything like that that i have to deal with which is really that's uh that's that's a whole other side of it as you know you know yeah oh my gosh yeah, yeah. the music becomes the smallest part at that point mm -hmm. i think uh slide hampton once told me at an event that i was running and then also playing lead in his great trombone band thing um he said, man, the, the toughest gig in the world is to be playing on a concert when you're also the leader. Uh, yeah, man, that's challenging, man. It yeah. is. He's he's right on the money. Indeed. Uh, Slide Hampton, uh, here I am post-production again, jumping in for commentary. This is the director's cut, I guess you would say, of our, of our discussion together, Marshall and I. But... Um, Yes, Slide was so on the money all the time. Uh, my dear friend Paul McKee and I worked with him one time at a jazz camp that I'd put together, and we started calling him simply The Truth because everything Slide did was a none but the truth. Anyway, I want to jump in also because uh, listening back to the uh, part one there, or the uh, get together that Marshall and I had um, for some reason I got excited and left out an album in the lightning round what and it's a profound album indeed uh, this is cyclic journey another uh, endeavor that Marshall did uh, in a partnership with the WDR big band and um, this one got five stars in downbeat and for those of you that don't follow downbeat or are aware of the history of that august publication um five stars is unheard of that's considered uh, a masterpiece and well deserved in marshall's case uh, i think it is worth five stars it's a beautiful production it's a beautiful composition all the way through and uh one of the pieces that we discussed was the mind-bending work called Sinfiltro. And so, because we have the time, I want to just go ahead and play it right here. So from the award-winning Cyclic Journey, here is the amazing Sinfiltro. Sinfiltro <laughs> 
Opa! Yikes! Another term that we would use in the wonderful world of academia to describe that performance and that piece and that ensemble is simply, damn! Marshall Jilks, you're, you're killing me over here. Nothing left for the next generation. Indeed, I could listen to that track all day, and I think I will, and I hope that you will too. All right, let's uh, rejoin the conversation, and uh, we have the wonderful opportunity now to discuss some exciting news, a brand new album that just came out. So check it out. Let's go back. Well, speaking of the WDR and the beautiful thing behind that, we come back full circle. So the new album, tell us about the new things that are going to be on Life Songs and what's up with that. Oh, yeah, that's uh, that's actually coming out tomorrow, <laughs> January oh! 26th. Look at the Which timeliness is, uh, of that. I know, yeah. Um, yeah, that's a, yeah, I went back. This was recorded in November of 2022. Oh, okay. So, so we record, this, this This record is all studio versions, but um, maybe some people have seen these already. There's we, we did a whole live stream concert from their television studios um, at WDR, which is, uh, which was amazing. I mean, it's just the production wow. as I'm conducting and playing, there's boom cameras flying over oh, my head. And man. that's, that's the level of, so in a, in most of those videos from that, from that stream are now cut up and put on YouTube. So if you look up, um, oh, I will look it up on YouTube, you'll, yeah, people can find that there and, and hear that. And it's also basically studio quality. It's all, you know, the, all studio quality recording as well. But this, these were, uh, we recorded these versions in, in the actual studios the recording studio there. And um, yeah, it's, uh, you know, I, I call it life songs because it was just, I, I felt like most of these, I think also like a lot of things I write these days are just, you know, either inspired by my kids or just life in general. Yeah. Um, and so like the, the first tune on here is one called fresh start, which is a tune I wrote just trying to, just trying to, to write something really positive coming out of the, out of the, you know, the whole COVID years. And uh, sure. Yeah. Um, and it's, it's kind of like it's, most of it's actually written out so it's a feature for me but I, i'll be honest most of the parts are written out there's a few parts where i'm improvising a little bit but it's mm -hmm. it's um it's mostly written out it's almost kind of a another little mini concerto or something oh how cool um, and then it goes into this piece called back in the groove which is um it's uh it's really that's really inspired by mel dow uh mm. in by in particular by his uh version of uh day is done or, or um 50 ways to lose a lover from his record, all right day is done yes yeah mm -hmm. and the way they play seven on there it's like this real funky seven so that's uh uh this goes into that um features johan herlen is the lead alto player and then billy oh, test man. is the the pianist now is a monstrous piano player so that wow. and then i did uh, it's got a, a version of my this tune of mine called chorus tune is a tune i wrote for my daughter oh right um yeah. and i originally wrote that for the slide monsters quartet uh, oh okay that's that. uh, so a lot of people might know that version then i also recorded the trio version of it and then i said you know what man this would work well with big band it's so i kind of changed it up though it's, it's me with clarinets in the beginning and uh oh nice um and i love i, I love the warmth of clarinets i've always loved that yeah. uh, sound um it goes from there into a tune called my unanswered prayer um ah. which is somewhat of a chorale um that kind of evolves and gets darker and darker but it's um I wrote that piece uh, I, when I knew I had to sit down and write these, write this music for this record. Yeah. Um, I was, I was in Slovenia at the time and the, huh. the it was shortly after the Uvalde. Uh, oh, sure. Um, um, 
a catastrophe, you know, right, and, uh, yeah. and I, you know, as a parent in the States, you know, I mean, it's, that is, I think is a really hard subject and, it um, is. and I hadn't, hadn't really processed it or, or, you know, I don't know. And I sat down to write and this, this is what came out and that's I ended up calling wow. it my, my unanswered prayer. And, well, um, that's a, what a poignant thing. I'm sure that is for so many folks, anybody who has kids in school these days in this man, country, it's, it, it's just, we have it's, to face that. It's just a, yeah, it's a mind numbing thing that it, that, that, that I don't care where you are, that you can't come together and figure out something, you know? Right. I yeah. don't know to me. And, and like, you know, that's, I mean, obviously the title is my unanswered prayer because all these, you know, obviously we, we know what the politicians always say after these horrible tragedies. You know? Right. Right. Um, so, um, but, uh, but anyway, well, moving on, there's, there's actually a vocal chart on this record as well. Oh, cool. Um, which was a piece that was commissioned by the Falcon Airs, the uh -huh. uh, at the Air Force Academy band, which is I went back to play with them a few years back, and it's kind of full circle because my dad had been a conductor right. in the concert band there, and those guys all played in the concert band, and then that's kind of how I got into jazz was through that big band. Um, so wow. then I went went back and was featured with them, and they commissioned me. They said we want you to arrange a children's tune, and I said, man, a children's tune. Hmm. I said, well, I, I don't know, like like SpongeBob or what are you looking at? <laughs> what are you after? You know, <laughs> I'd like, I'd like, pay for that. I'd love to hear that. like. Bluey, you want me to reharm Bluey or like a <laughs> Paw Patrol? Like, yeah, yeah absolutely. Like a, like a sharp five version of Paw Patrol or something. <laughs> no, um, like really Brooke Meyer, Brooke Meyer's take on Paw Patrol. No, no, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but I, I, but I, I started thinking about it. I said, Man, you know, my my mom used to sing this really beautiful lullaby to my both my kids when they were babies, and it's a uh, uh, it's a piece called um, All the Pretty Little Horses. Wow. Um, and uh, so I arranged it, you know, and it's, it's not really a lullaby in this version, but it's, you know, kind of reharmonized and it's just a really beautiful melody. And, oh, that's uh, special. A, gr a, a great singer on it um, named Sabeth Perez who sang on it. Has, uh, has your mom heard it? She has, you know. Oh, would uh, she my mom was a My mom was a voice teacher too. So my mom, oh. she, she, she says, whoo. What pitch? <laughs> Something. <laughs> wow. Like what great pitch she has, you know. <laughs> like, oh, nice. Oh. That was a typical my reaction from my mom. No, but she thought it was beautiful, you know. She, she, oh, you know. that's that's um, special. But man. yeah, then there's a there's a chart uh, middle ground I wrote, you know, uh -huh. uh, which features the, the the trombone section, but it's some same thing as some chorales, and there's a Latin section, and everybody oh, gets cool. to blow. And this, you know, it's great players there. Um, and then I did a version, a big band version of this uh, tune of mine, Sin Filtro, which was on Sickle oh, Journey. Man, I did that's a stunning this, piece. A, Oh, thank you. Yeah, on this record, yeah. I did you know different version with drums and oh, um, cool. a little bit, a little bit more improvisation in it. Dup, and, uh, up, 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 stop the presses. This is Future Boy uh, post production. This is after the fact, and so now I can tell you that the album Life Songs is out. You need to go pick it up. It's incredible, and it features the wizardry of Marshall jokes once again with the WDR big band. Uh, he mentioned, uh, what? What the what? A big band version of Sinfiltro that we just heard from Cyclic Journey. We just heard um, the the brass version, the brass ensemble version that featured an incredible aggregation that included as well as Marshall, uh, Joe Alessi, one of, another one of my favorite people on the planet. Um, an incredible group. But here is the big band version of Sin Filtro with the WDR Big Band Marshall Jokes and the album Brand New Life Songs. Mm -hmm. 
I know. I'm running out of superlatives. That's the last one I had. Wow. Okay, so now we've heard both versions. Uh, I love them both. Fantastic writing, great playing. Let's return to the discussion, which uh, will now finish up this part two of the two-part series with Marshall Jilks. And um, we are discussing the rest of life songs. So let's return to that discussion. And uh, and I, I wrote a, a arrangement of one of my favorite ballads. This nearly was mine. Uh, mm. Richard Rogers tune from the mm-hmm. South Pacific. And uh, it's just a tune I've always loved. I love the Chick Corea version uh, on Expressions is how I right. became, became familiar with the tune as a solo record of Chick's. And then the last tune on the CD is called Sugar Rush. Uh-oh. Once again, inspired by my kids. It's kind of a, a burner. It's got some yeah, definitely yeah. some Brookmeyerisms. Um, that's that's ironic because uh, Brookmeyer would say how he liked to voice things to where it would hurt your teeth to hear it. So Sugar Rush, <laughs> perfect. Yeah, and and on the, on the digital version, there's a couple bonus tracks as well. Oh, great! Yeah, yeah. So this comes out tomorrow. By the time folks hear this, it's available, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, yeah. So your your website, uh, as simple as one might think. Yep, as simple as you might think. Yeah. MarshallJilks.com. Dot com. And it's got a beautiful page. You just hit shop, and there's all the goodies: uh, PDFs, charts, CDs, LPs. You got everything That's on right. there. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, before we leave, you got to go get your kids. It's uh, just about 10 till. So I want to yeah. want to split. But before we leave, folks might say, where, where in the U.S. can I hear this young man? And, you know, there's a great place uh, right here in Chicago. You're coming to my crib, my neck of the woods at Elmhurst next month. So I That's wanted right. to put a, a plug for that. You and Maria. So <clears throat> Maria Schneider's band is orchestra is going to be there and yeah uh, i'm actually not going to be playing with them because they're actually on a, a short tour that I, I couldn't make the tour because of, oh okay because I'm, I'm i'm playing at the elmhurst festival that week so oh somebody uh, else got to so. cover those data lord uh solos uh, <laughs> yeah. i pity the fool who has to do that <laughs> <laughs> well that'll be worth seeing man uh, maria's thing and then of course uh, i guess you're on the uh the 25th or something then uh where where you're playing you're going to be featured with the band at least so yeah yeah <laughs> yeah 57th elmhurst jazz festival ah 24th and 25th i think in february uh and i'll advertise that quite a bit and we'll hang i'll look forward to seeing you awesome man yeah well uh thanks so much the kids are saying where's where's daddy forgot us so you gotta <laughs> gotta go get them but uh Hey man, thanks for doing this. What a what yeah, a pleasure. Thanks for asking me to do it. I appreciate it, Steve. Yeah, man. Well, we'll see you uh, in a couple of weeks. Yep, see you then. All right, man. Thanks. All right, take care. Bye-bye. Marshall jokes, everybody. All right, that concludes this episode of the Leadology Podcast, brought to you by our one and only sponsor, Leadology Volume 1. That's the book. It's all about developing an upper register with air efficiency, not pressure. It's got etudes, it's got warm-ups, it's got gliss tones, it has analysis of lead parts, and most importantly, uh, it's got 30 of my cartoons from the strip, Are You Hip? And yes, you will be uh, if you pick up a copy. And as you know, An angel will get its wings when you do so. 
Join us for the next episode. It will be with the marvelous Carol Jarvis, and we will talk more trombone stuff because trombones wear it at, especially with a D-flat. Get it, Stevie! of Wiest World Productions 2024.